0: Good afternoon. You're here with Natasha, with twenty-something, forty-something. Um, I am here with my daughter as well, and uh, she'll be chiming in and in whenever she feels necessary. So, what I'm going to be talking about today is planning an escape. That's getting out of domestic abuse situations. So, first of all, you have to actually realize you know, or yeah, just realize and accept that you are in an unhealthy, uh, possibly domestically violent situation. It don't even have to be physical violence. It could be emotional violence, um, emotional abuse. It can be, um, even something that was kind of new to me is called, um, what the hell you call it? Financial abuse. And, uh, I was like, when my therapist at the time, she told me, like, you're being financially abused. I was like, that, what the fuck is that? So financial abuse um, ha- happens to a lot of people in these situations, in these abusive situations. But, you know, I can only speak from my perspective as a woman with children. Um, when I was in a financially abusive situation, um, it was, you know, the man telling me, you know, I worked for this money, I bring home the bacon, this is my money. I allow you to use, you know, what you, what I what I deem worthy for you to use um, or for you to buy. And then when I would talk about not being happy and wanting to leave, I would get the, well, you won't be able to survive on your own without me. You need me. Like, you can't do shit without me. You know, either you don't have a job or you make shit money or whatever the case, you know, and they get, the abuser gets the abusee to a point where they feel completely and utterly helpless and dependent on the abuser. And that is their goal. Build you up, break you down, build you up, break you down, as I have talked about before. So that's financial abuse. So anyways, you're in a relationship, relation shit, um, as many people like to call it now. And you, again, you have to realize the situation that you're in. And are you happy? Is it healthy for you? If you have children, is it a healthy situation for your kids? If the answer is no, and sometimes it takes us a while to come to that conclusion because we live in denial, um, And if the answer is no, then now you have to plan to get out. Now, if you've been in this relationship for quite some time, like I'm talking about years, then most likely you already have been alienated from family and friends. And these are people that have said, we don't think he's good for you or that she's good for you. We see them as someone that's dangerous or, you know, we see this or we see that. And as, um, you know, the victim of the abuse, you're going to be in denial because you love your abuser. You do know that it's not healthy, but you almost, um, you almost, convince yourself that you know if you just wouldn't have done what you did you know or if you just would have made the bed or if you just would have made his lunch you know that you wouldn't be in the situation so we always end up taking the fucking blame for the abuse that is being bestowed on us and that's i'm here to tell you is complete utter bullshit so you are if you're alienated from your family and you may have chose to do it yourself or your abuser may have, you know, kind of helped you along whatever the case if you have loved ones i'm telling you i'm telling you whether they're unhappy with you they prefer to see you safe and if in another relationship a healthy relationship So usually your loved ones, though they're not happy with you, please know that the majority of the time, if you come from decent-minded people, they are going to come out of the woodwork if you put a handout saying, I need some help. Now, depending on the severity of the abuse, you know, someone's actually being physically abused, This can get very, very tricky. If you have no job, no friends, no access to your own money, you have to be obviously very careful and very calculating. The problem with people that are abused is that they have convinced themselves that this is their fault and if they love hard enough or they give chances or I don't know, make up for the bad times, like it's their fucking responsibility or what. So they feel like if they make up for the bad times, you know, then things will get better. So when you get to this mental state, you, it it makes it very hard for you to leave because you actually put yourself in a position where you love the abuser more than you love yourself. Your self-worth is so wrapped up in the abuser. So, a few things you can do. Um, If you can open an account without the abuser knowing, get a fucking P.O. box without the abuser knowing, you know, you can do that. Um... If you go grocery shopping and your significant other, like mine used to give me, you know, the credit card and he would, he would check, you know, to see, okay, you spent this much or whatever. So sometimes I would actually, you know, like say if I'm at Walmart or some other store, I would ask for cash back. Um, and then I just start stacking that cash. So that's another way. But if they're looking at the receipts, then they could see that you've received cash back. So you have to be very cunning and careful. Also, you know, um, if you're you're working or if you're able to get to a friend's house and you're able to get on their internet because you don't want to be on your internet at your home where the browsing history can be looked at. And please believe me that your browsing history from your cell phone will show up on your computer. So, and if you try to erase it, there will be, it'll show that things were erased. So again, you have to be very, very meticulous on how you handle these situations. So you can look up some places in your area um, that support, um, you know, women and children of domestic abuse, yada, yada, yada. Um, There's phone numbers. There's, you know, shelters in place. um, But you're going to have to do your research. If you can get out of the house or even have someone do the research for you, a trusted person. Man, I mean, there's just like so many different instances that I can come up with. So it's really hard for me to cover every single different situation that could possibly come up. Um, But for me, I was able to just leave everything behind and go to my mom's house and sleep on the couch. And I had to wear her clothes for a little bit until I could slowly get back on my feet. Um, there was another relationship I was in not too long ago, about four years ago. Um, and it's funny because it was more emotional abuse. Um, though he since apologized and funny enough is one of my listeners, sorry. Um, he was emotionally abusive. Um, so I learned some things from that situation um because in that situation i had been with him for you know over two years we had a really good relationship and you know like four months into the move down to florida where i moved my children um thinking that this was a good you know a good situation it ended up not being um for whatever change for whatever reason he changed you know his thing was i wasn't hard enough of a worker or I didn't have my goals, or whatever the case, at the end of the day, it was bullshit, like, it was all bullshit, and he knows it, um, but, yeah, two years in a relationship with, like, barely any fighting, supporting and loving each other, moved down to Florida with my children, took them away from everything that they knew, put them into new schools, and this motherfucker, four months into it, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be with you, so, yeah, it was very fucked up, but, I tried not to get too caught up on that because it didn't help me in any way to sit there and wallow on it. I mean, yeah, my feelings were hurt and I was concerned for the children, but I realized moving in and trusting that this was going to be a good situation and it wasn't, like it threw me for a loop because, I mean, even my family thought, wow, this guy's really great. We really like him for you, Tosh, and... um and, and and it just wasn't. I don't know what happened to him. I really don't fucking care. I maybe, I, I don't know, uh, he had a midlife crisis. I don't fucking know. He got, you know, we got close down to Miami where there's a lot of, you know, women and money and cars and sex and all that stuff. And maybe that just kind of got his attention more um i i have always been a hard worker um money has always been hard for me um but you know i pay my bills um but he i mean at the end of the day he found every excuse but he just didn't want to be with me so i had to really keep myself in check because obviously i couldn't leave right away i was far from anybody that i knew You know, I still had to manage a house and cook and clean and, you know, still keep somewhat of a calm environment for my children, regardless of the situation that I was in. I couldn't while out. So I did my very best and I reached out to, you know, my girlfriend, um, who actually happens to be family through my oldest son's side of his family. And, uh, You know, she was a good support. You know, I could talk to her, get away with the kids to her house if I needed to, just take a breather. Um, But, you know, it got to a point where in this relationship, um, he was trying to coax me into fighting. And I don't care what anyone says if you ask somebody to go ahead and fucking hit you and you promise them you won't call the cops that's exactly what he wanted to do because he was trying to get me out of the house quick and i was very very hip to the fucking game um when he would come home from work it was really aggravating because he would lay in my bed um but i know it was our bet It was a bed that we shared in our room, but being that we were no longer with each other and I discovered that he was having sex with other women and dating and all this other stuff. um, You know, it was, it was pretty disgusting, um, you know, and he was always like trying to pick a fight with me or being mean to my two oldest and, you know, trying to be extra nice to my five-year-old because my five-year-old was, you know, completely not in the know of what was going on. And I really tried not to fight with him, um, you know, in front of the kids, even though they've heard a couple times. So I had to make a plan, you know, and it sucked because I had spent a few grand coming down from Delaware to Florida. And, you know, within four, four or five months, I had to leave where I was living, you know? I mean, even coming down from Delaware, um, to an empty house in Pembroke Pines. And I took a $1,000 of my money and I made sure I bought toilet paper and napkins and plates and forks and knives and everything, shower curtains and sh- uh, shower uh, rods and every fucking thing that we possibly need. I fucking bought it. And I get this. You're not good with your money. And you... You know, um, you don't have enough, you know, want to thrive and do better. Like, I'm fucking struggling, dude. I'm struggling. So, yeah, I took all that shit with me when I left. Yes, you better fucking believe it. So anyways, how I made, how I planned the, ex- the quote-unquote escape um, was I went through shit. I knew all his passcodes. And I had to plan this very, very carefully. I found out when I went through um, his laptop that he was planning a trip to Delaware to go see his daughters. And I knew that that was a time that I was going to be moving out. I wasn't about to move out of the house with him being there. To, what, to make things difficult or to start a fight with me or, you know, like it was a very, it was already fucking hard because the kids moved away from the family that they knew. My kids moved away from the friends that they knew to go into a new school, you know, to be dealing with this uncomfortable living with this guy that was being a fucking asshole at the time to now having to move again. And I, I was, I was in the super negative and he hounded me about paying the car bill, you know, cuz he had uh co- he co-signed. And ladies, men, whoever, don't ever let someone co-sign for you. And if they're an asshole like he was, they definitely use that against you and he fucking did. So, um so I figured, you know, he was going to leave at a certain time. I found out he was going, you know, has a had a hotel and he was yada yeah yeah okay cool so i unfortunately after four to five months i had to put in my resignation with my job but i was able to secure a home on the other side of florida along with a job i really think that god the universe whatever was on my side because everything worked out pretty flawlessly considering and um You know, my ex at the time was uh, threatening to lock me and the kids out of the house because he said uh, I wasn't paying the rent. And I said, you can't do that. You can't lock me out of the house. So I contacted our landlord, and she even confirmed, yeah, the, the wife of the landlord, you can't, he can't do that. Okay, cool. So every day was him trying to pick fights with me. Um, trying to piss me off by using my kids or, you know, egg them on or, you know, buying food that he knows damn well he won't eat. But buy, like, a, a thing of honey buns to get, you know, just so my kids will want them so he can yell, hey, that's my food. Very petty. I don't know what his fucking issue is or was or whatever. But, you know, he has to live with himself and the things that he done. So... The day, you know, I found out when he was going to leave, I planned, you know, the move. I secured a job, secured a home. And uh, I got a mover. And, um, you know, that, that day he left and I knew he was out of the state. We packed our shit so fucking fast and the movers were great. And one thing I'm going to tell you guys, I don't care what the other person had done to you, if they cheated, if they beat it, anything, I don't care. You have to leave on a good note. I am not a tit for tat person by far. I've always tried to set a good example for my kids, you know, so I didn't break anything of his. Um, and I was smart enough to go around the house with my cell phone, doing a video with a date and time and saying, I am leaving the house. This is the, this is how I'm leaving the house. And I showed every single room, every bathroom, all the walls, the garage, the outside. So he couldn't come back and say, I destroyed something. I even swept the fucking floor for that motherfucker. I should have shit in the middle of the floor, but I swept the floor. And I made sure that his fucking cat had enough food and water because we were leaving his cat Apollo behind. And we made sure that the cat had enough food for his dumb ass to come back so he wouldn't come home to a dead cat and then try to, you know, fight me about that. And when I made that move, I did not fucking look back. And yes, as much as he didn't want me or the kids in the house, he tried endlessly to contact me for about three years. Why? I don't know. Maybe he can answer it for me. Because now, oddly enough, um, he had apologized. I don't really know if he understands this. Like, the the magnitude of what he did to me and the kids. um, Like, the impact that it had on us. But thankfully, I'm a fucking warrior of life. I keep it moving. And, you know, I also teach my kids the same thing. So, um, you know, I just blocked him. I I mean, this motherfucker even opened a Pinterest account. A fucking Pinterest account. And was starting to follow me. So I blocked him on that. I mean, it's, and I I had to make sure that everything was as private as I could, you know, and honestly, I was afraid that he was going to try and um, come here a couple times because like there was a few times where he was able to break through and like leave me messages, like whether it was a message on, you know, my art page saying, you know, oh, I see that you're gone. Um, I wish you luck to the next message being you're a trifling bitch to the next message being you left some things here to the next message saying i know where you live so he was like everywhere i i feel like he should have been really happy because i just removed myself with no drama but for whatever reason he was still kind of riding my dick um but you know i prepared myself in the event he was to come And uh, that's how I got out of that situation. Um, And again, I feel like the the universe was really on her side. um, And the kids definitely helped to give me a lot of strength to get through that. And yeah, you know, it kind of fucked with me because this was a relationship that I felt was a healthy one. Um, We got along really well. He was great with my kids. I mean, his daughters really didn't like me um which kind of saddened me but that was their you know their mother whatever i don't give a fuck at this point anymore um but i just knew that when i was going through that situation i had to remove my emotions because with my emotions they could have very well got me in a position that was dangerous you know like wilding out and hitting him or breaking something over his head, which I wanted to do several times, or destroying something that he liked, or keying his car, or anything like that. And I would never do anything like that because I'm above that shit. So I I really worked hard to keep a level head. And um, you know, he just dated and did his thing and came home and acted like I was the worst thing in the world and I just swallowed that shit. I just had to swallow it. There's no point. You know, when you're with someone like that, there is no fucking point in arguing with them or asking them why. Like, you're going to hurt, and you would hope that they would consider you as a human being, but in that in that time, I really wasn't. Um, and again, I'm sure he's listening to this. And, you know, he may have a different memory of it, um, of this situation because his head was so far up someone's ass, which was actually funny because she was contacting me every fucking day telling me everything and I was like, listen, you just gotta if you're happy with him be happy with him. if you're not, then don't be with him, but you gotta stop calling me because I am in the process of not being being with him. It was really weird. like even that chick um, I'll just call her G she kept in contact with me for almost two years after I left. It's so funny because it's it's almost like my life is about having these, like I get into these relationships and then they cheat on me. And so I'm out of the relationship and then the new girls find out who I am and then they contact me and now they're asking me for advice. It, I mean, it's crazy. And then I get to a point where it will it will get to a point where even my my ex will be want to befriend me after so many years and by then like I'm over being mad because there's no love there anymore I could give a fuck less and I'm just naturally like a nice human being so I I talk to them not like that I try to keep it short but they want to be friends with me for one reason or the other um You know, in this particular case, you know, once I was done being angry for what he did to me and the kids, I asked him, why do you why have you been trying to contact me for so long? Like, I don't fucking get it. And he said, well, you really helped me a lot in life and you are actually a good person and you really, you know, basically helped him, you know, to be where he is right now. Which is actually funny because apparently I was such a burden to him. But, you know, I just remove my personal feelings because at the end of the day, it's about me and my kids. So anyways, enough about that. So when you're in a situation that you know is not good for you and especially your children, you have to plan it. And, you know, for me, I didn't have my mom, I didn't have my dad, you know, it was me trying to figure it out in a different state away from family with very limited money. And, you know, like I tell a lot of people that I talk to, including my patients that I care for, if you stay doing the right thing, and if you stay on the right path of life, you will start to see things slowly fall into place. And when they fall into place, sometimes other things will fall out of place and it'll seem like, oh shit, you know, maybe this is not going to work, but maybe those things have to fall out of place for other good things to fall into place. If I'm not losing you, this is some deep shit here. Take your damn notes if you need to. Um, so I kind of, I had to learn in life to ride the wave. You know, some people like to call it leaving it in God's hands, but I feel if there is a God that, you know, he, she, or it, what the fuck ever gave us the power and our brains and all that to think and make decisions. So wouldn't that essentially be quote unquote God's hands if we are using our brain and doing something because you have the ability to act on stuff? Don't just sit there with your ass in the air, like act on stuff. So I would, guess I would ride the wave when it came, but I would keep myself steady. Even when I felt shaky, I kept myself steady. I kept myself focused on the goal. You know, I still continued to be a mom. I still continued, you know, to work and do what I have to do and just check myself. You know, right now you don't need to be in a relationship. It It's not about finding someone else to replace this one. You know, in the meantime, I know for a fact, because I'm nosy and I get on Facebook and Instagram, I know for a fact this motherfucker, you know, was in a couple of different relationships after me. Um, and, I, you know, that's his journey. Um, I, not so much. I was too busy trying to get my shit in gear. And now four years later... You know, I'm still working hard, you know, getting my credit together and so I could, um, you know, buy a house. I mean, that situation really, really fucked my credit up too um, because I couldn't pay my bills because I had to use all the money I had to move. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, if your credit has to suffer so you can survive and so your kids can survive, that's what the fuck you got to do. Just do it. And that's what I had to do. So I made things work how I did. And, you know, we're very blessed. Um, I'd really like to hear from you guys, you know, if you went through something similar. Or if you're going through something similar. Um, or even worse. Because I've also been through worse, you know, situations where I've had to get out of them and figure it out. And pick myself up off the ground and keep pushing forward. Like that actually has been my whole life. And I think I've actually mastered that at this point. But I'd like to hear from you guys um, and girls, you know, if anything like this has ever happened. But again, you got to plan. You got to stack up money. You got to be very meticulous about your plan very careful about what computers you use and the browsing history um if you have to get you know a separate account which we should all have a different account you should never share an account with a loved one um because you never know what's going to happen so you should always have an account that is unknown to the other person you should not tell the other person you're going to leave them because they could flip the fuck out and kill you or hurt you or your children. Um, If you know you're going to leave, there's no point in arguing with that person. Just quietly exit. Make your exit and preferably don't make it in front of them unless it's a situation where you're running for your life. Then you fucking get the fuck out of there with your kids. Um... Also, if it's a situation where you gotta run like that, like I had back in two thousand and ten, um, you know, pack a bag, pack a bag or you know leave a bag at your job or something, you know with some money in it, um you know, extra toothbrushes or whatever you need for the kids and for yourself. I mean, shit, have you guys ever seen um that J Lo movie? um called enough (laughs) watch it if you haven't because that's got a lot of good tips um and that's what she had done you know she packed a bag she had it prepared in a different car she had fucking wigs but you know hopefully it doesn't get to that point because that was a very very abusive situation um that she played you know that she had in that movie i am going to give you the national domestic hotline um this is you know if you are in an abusive situation and you're very limited in um, your resources this number is one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. 799 7233 no matter where you are you can call this number and they will con- connect you with people that could help um I personally don't like going through the justice system because um, I have been shot down too many times. And if you don't have a lawyer or money, I feel like they're a bunch of bullshit. But there are some good programs and also depending on your state and everything, because I know that family court, they will have um. people, I forgot what it's called, but they'll basically like walk you through the process of filing a PFA. But oh, God, I don't, I don't. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but a PFA means protection from abuse, and it's basically a piece of fucking paper. So what are you going to throw it at somebody to keep them away from you? Usually, if they're that fucking crazed, it, that's not going to phase them. So you always have your backup plan, your backup bag, your backup money, backup keys, whatever the fuck you got to do. Know that person's schedule for work or whatever just be aware of your surroundings at all times. Um, and if you have to do a PFA, um, yes, it is good to get some type of a paper trail, um, whether it's in the court system or, you know, going to, um, you know, the police, Hey, this has been happening. I need you, I want to file a report. So if something does happen And God forbid they find your body or they find you beat up real bad or whatever, they'll have already a lead. Oh, it could be her boyfriend or it could be the girlfriend that did this. So when you're in these situations, always try to think ahead. You're trying to survive. And if you have children you're also trying to help them survive. So you have to be like 20 steps ahead. And you have to be careful of who you confide in because people fucking talk. It could be the closest friend you think you have and it ends up being the fucking person that tells everything to your abuser. Be careful, Reach out to people outside of your circle, people that don't even know your soon-to-be ex. Be very careful. Please, if anyone has any questions, needs suggestions, feels compelled to share their story, or we would even like to share it on 20-something, 40-something, please hit me up. Um, you can email me at spanglish0623 at gmail.com or you can hit us up on instagram 20 something 40 something and just direct message us please follow us please like subscribe oh no actually i think i i took off the subscriptions because there's no point i want everyone to be able to hear this information i do appreciate those few people that have subscribed But I did um, end the subscriptions because I want everyone to be able to access this information. Um, And I appreciate your support. And I hope that, you know, whatever information I share um, to all of you is helpful. All right, everyone. Well, peace be with you. And uh, stay safe. Stay aware of your surroundings. Much love. Bye.